Namaste goddesses. Welcome to another episode of Planet Aphrodite with Meena. This free day we have a goddess who followed her passion and in her journey of self-love created a new career. Now put your hands together for goddess Rachaita. Hi Rachaita, how are you? Hi Meenal, I'm good. How are you? I hope you're doing safe. Yes, wish you the same for you. So Rachaita, can you take us, take our goddesses to your journey? How was your journey? So uh, I'll start with the, uh, you know, five years back when um, I was, I was a banker by uh, choice and uh, it was, um, it was difficult because it was almost five years into banking and uh, uh it's a very high pressure job like any banker would know very right, well right. So you have to put in a lot of hours into work and uh, uh, it, it puts a lot of pressure on you like you know mentally uh, to perform and uh, so uh, around three years into my banking job I thought that you know I needed to sort of uh, get into probably another field because uh, even though I loved what I did and honestly being in a PSU bank gives you exposure to a lot of segments of you know the banking industry so uh, knowledge wise it was great it was it was a wonderful experience and uh, but the pressure and just you know uh, the satisfaction that I wanted from my job like getting up in the morning and you know sort of getting out there to do it uh, I never felt that after about three years into banking so uh, that's when I started you know sort of contemplating but uh, you know what happens Meena like you've been so secure financially that to sort of take that leap and uh, do something that you love is very very difficult but uh, I have also been very, very fortunate because I had the option of sort of, you know, pursuing something I love to do and uh, still not be able to like earn so much money out of it initially. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I always tell people that, you know, you need to do something that you wake up in the morning and you, you know, just want to go there and do it. But uh, I do understand there are a lot of people who are not able to take this step very, very easily because they don't have that financial support or they have to take care of family so I did have that privilege definitely you know get in a few hours of what you love and uh, it it makes a lot of difference mentally to your you know your mental health is um, much much health you're just much healthier (laughs) right right so Great. And Rachita, tell our goddesses more about what are you doing currently and how how does the self-love journey happen for you? Okay. So uh, I'll start with, you know, uh, my concept of self-love. So um, I think, you know, taking this step of moving from what I was doing, which paid me well to doing something that gives me satisfaction, I realized that Self-love has a lot to do with um, tough love. So by that, I mean that, you know, if you want to really, really love yourself, you have to set very, very high standards for yourself. And uh, not only from expectations from people, as in, you know, how they should treat you, but how you need to treat yourself. So this could mean your, you know, it could mean your mental health. It could mean 
uh, exercise. It can mean a lot of discipline, which, you know, sometimes we go overboard, but you have to make sure that you are, you know, loving yourself and taking care of yourself. So, um, yeah, for me, self-love is tough love. And um, my journey has been uh, very, very incredible because uh, I've gained a lot in the last three years. So after I left my banking career, I took a sabbatical for almost a year and I was moving uh, between London and India. My sister, older sister lives in London Mm -hmm. and I got a lot of time to think about, you know, what I want to do and what is it that really drives me. And uh, that's when uh, I got in touch with Satyajit Roy, who is my partner and uh, he's my business partner and now life partner. And... uh, Uh, He had actually started this, uh, you know, library from his office because he's Mm -hmm. an avid reader and he loved uh, collecting a lot of books. And then he felt that, you know, there should be more use to this and people should be able to, you know, benefit from it. So he started this, you know, inbuilt library in his uh, EGK Foods office and, um, That's when I met him and he was like, you know, he's looking for a partner who could help him sort of scale this up and where we can get, uh, you know, spread this to maximum people who can benefit from renting books from us. And initially, it's a not-for-profit organization, the the Open Library Project. So um, initially, we did a lot of, uh, you know, free rentals where people, we just advertised and people would come and pick up books. And we realized that, you know, there is a lot of um, space in the book industry for people to, um, you know, recommend books. Now, what we realized is that a lot of people who don't read are not reading books because they're not sure of what to read. Right. And uh, so, yeah. So we thought that, you know, maybe we should do a curated service where if you are say from the finance sector and you want to read books in your industry, which will benefit you, then we get people from that industry who you look up to, to sort of recommend books to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when, you know, we took this up as a proper business initiative and uh, we set up curated library services at corporates. So what we do is we curate the books according to their company's learning requirements. So uh, pertinent to your industry where even employees are benefiting from what they're reading um, directly in uh, their work. So um, now we are in about 50 centers in India and uh, we are also doing uh, a library for Harvard Business School, uh, Mm the India Research Center. Interesting. Yeah, it's been a great journey. We started our own podcast. It's called Paperback which is a book recommendation podcast, you know, recommending books to people on various, various uh, categories. And uh, uh, in 2019, we realized that, you know, our love for books just keeps increasing. So we've also started our own publishing house, which is a nonfiction book publishing house. And our first book, Who is Wave P. Roy, is uh, now going to be converted into a movie. So we have you know, received a great response uh, on our first title. And it's great. It's been a great journey so far. And personally, I feel, you know, it's helped my mental health a lot because you're just uh, interacting. I think 
a lot of your personality is the kind of people you are around and we have been fortunate enough to be around you know the most well read educated and um, learned people so uh, it's it's been wonderful really interesting richeta you know Hi. your whole journey from number crunching to uh you know today uh, publishing <laughs> books and yeah. i have read uh, your first publication and it's amazing i just could not put it down it's such an amazing Thank book you know i would highly recommend our audience to go for it and um, uh, racheta now your self love journey moved from um, leaving the job to finding your passion to the open book library to the publishing house to getting right. a partner and you also mentioned like your business partner became your life partner and right. your 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 marriage is one of transiting in the country uh, can you tell us little bit about that yeah so um like i mentioned satyajit and i you know we started working together um on the open library project and uh, two years into it we also realized that you know we could be life partners and uh, uh we were going to get married on 26th of april in uh, sri lanka uh, at taj pentota and um, it was you know like the typical indian wedding with all the shenanigans and all of that was planned and um we were really looking forward to it but um, you know all of these series of events started taking place from feb and march in india and um, it was a lot of uncertainty related to you know whether we'll be able to travel and right. what you know, will it be safe for people to travel so we were going through a lot of that uh, in feb and march and um, and then i think the government uh, said that you know you cannot travel right. internationally yeah. and there were bans and restrictions so um we were a little disappointed and we were like you know maybe we can get married later in the year and that that was still the thought and um after that we thought okay you know maybe we could do the court wedding which was planned on 8th of april and po- post that we can have a celebration later but uh, the courts were also shut because of covid and all of the you know sad situation and uh, that was cancelled so two weddings were cancelled and we were like you know now maybe no. end of the year i don't know <laughs> a lot of uncertainty it was um, quite stressful at that time and uh, then yeah our parents decided that um, they'll surprise us with planning a wedding at home so we were thinking that you know uh, we were contemplating whether we should have a small function at home and do the wedding but we were very unsure if we'll get any sort of permissions because you needed permissions from bmc to get the pundits and all of that and uh, yes so they didn't inform us and two days before um, our wedding which did take place on 26 at home uh, they told us that you know it'll be possible and we can get married and it was really simple and sweet and uh, we made varmalas out of uh, you know uh, cloth and uh, we did small little decorations that were available we didn't have flowers uh, none of our outfits were ready so um, we decided that we you know we're just going to keep in mind the things that are important and right. uh, really matter and yeah. i think that was our i think two things that i really learned 
um, through this phase was one was that you know you have to adapt to changes there are going to be uh, changes which are not in your control that take place and you have to sort of adapt with time and move on because what choice do we have right. and um, also that you know uh, it's the little things that matter at the end of it um, we realize that how many things of that we do in an Indian wedding, which we did not need. And right. you literally need, you need one pandit, you need like little samagri and it's, it's simple and it's sweet and um, it's memorable. I think I really, really enjoyed my wedding because I could, I had no stress. I was not, you know, stressed out from 500 functions before right. I was in comfortable clothes and everybody that mattered was on yeah. Zoom call. Right. Yeah. Our friends, about 150 of them joined us, my sister from London. So we had people from all over the world on call already and throwing flowers and it was very cute. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you realize that uh, you need very little in life to be happy. So yeah, uh, it's been a wonderful wedding and I'll always remember how memorable it was. <laughs> It was. It is. It is such a big um, inspiration and example for other couples as well that they can choose a non-fancy wedding and really oh, stick yeah. to what's Absolutely. the most important part, which is being happily married. You know, and the deserves... couple is not enjoying themselves. They are right. actually like exhausted. So. True. True. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great adaptability there, Rachet. Now, Racheta, this kind of journey is not easy. I right. mean, though you mentioned like you were privileged to have support of your parents and family, right. you know, but right. there would be uh, many goddesses who would be thinking it. Maybe they are financially secure or maybe they can take this leap of faith, but still they are hesitating to, you know, try right. it. So what would be your gem for the goddesses who are in two minds or maybe just this year, let me work and maybe next year or maybe after this milestone is achieved, maybe when I become the CFO, maybe after retirement. So we tend to kind of push these kind of decisions, which are not easy. Yeah. One actionable baby step. It has to be a baby step, right? So yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, uh, in these times when, um, we are all uh, receiving a lot of saddening news around the world related to COVID. Uh, one thing I realized was that, um, yes. yeah, so uh, one of the books that I highly recommend to people is uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And uh, in this book, he talks about, you know, living in the present. And like you said, that there are a lot of people who, you know, wonder that, if I take this step today, what is going to happen with my career in five years? And, you know, uh, is it financially the right decision? Will I make money here? And uh, of course, it has to sort of derive some monetary benefit for you to keep you going. Right. And um, so I feel like, you know, in these saddening times of COVID, we've learned that there is no other way but to live in today and right. live in the now. Because you cannot say uh, how the economy is going to react to this in five years or, you know, what your career is going to look like in five years or personally what, you know, this is going to be in five years. So we have to live in today. So I would definitely suggest everybody who 
you know, if you're not ready completely to make that switch yet, you should definitely take baby steps today and live today because, you know, you're alive today. You should do things you love. Even if it's one hour of the day, I would definitely recommend you to pursue something that you love. Wow. And, you know, it's going to make you very happy. <laughs> That's a great nugget there, Racheta, you know, just taking out one hour and just making ourselves happy. And especially during COVID times, you know, it's just making us contemplate, asking the deeper issues, which in the hustle and bustle of our metro life, we didn't have the time to even, you know, be with ourselves. So great nugget there. And I'm sure our goddesses will love that. Racheta, you said something about the gift for the goddesses besides the gems. So please tell us about the gift that you have. Yes. So um, uh, I think we should run a contest and Mm -hmm. uh, we can have um, a little bit of promotion around planet Aphrodite. And uh, you can choose a lucky winner who will win a signed copy of Who is Ravdi Roy uh, by Publishing Infinity. And uh, I hope you enjoy it, goddesses. Oh, wow. That's that's a beautiful gift. Thank you so much. Our goddesses, are you listening? You. you have to compete for this <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and get a wonderful book. I have read it and I just love it. And I'm sure the winner will love it too. Racheta, you shared about your projects. You shared about your podcast. Where can our goddesses follow you? Uh, so you can follow me on uh, Racheta on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I am uh, Racheta Sharma Roy on Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, you can find all the information you need about uh, what I do on uh, the Open Library Project and Publishing Infinity on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, that's perfect. So uh, today's session, we heard so much from our book-loving goddess and how she created her passion for love of books into her career now and she's really going places i mean imagine your first published book being con- being converted into a movie that's an honor so wish you all the best Rajayata. and thank you. Um, thank you goddesses for tuning in look forward to uh, see you next week namaste